This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And welcome back to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Eric. Hello. Excuse you, Eric. Are Thank you okay? You. Yeah, I just had a little phlegm. Phlegm. Fle- it just is that phlegm phlegmy right time of year. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So here we are doing a later than usual podcast. We like to try to get to these in the morning, but I had work going on at my house that I had to attend to. So here I am in the afternoon after having a beer at lunch. So this should be a really fun <laughs> podcast. Wee! I, I didn't get a beer at lunch. No, no, I didn't bring them. I I thought about bringing them, but then I thought. Oh, so, you didn't. Yeah, no. And then oh, I, you I told my husband, I was like. The other gentlemen in the office, not you guys, but the older ones, might look down on that. <laughs> <laughs> might be none frowned. Of, none of whom are here right now. Might be I, they didn't know that. This establishment. <laughs> if I had known, I would have done it. All right. No, that's very fair, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. You don't want the the dad disappointment look glare that at you. Stink eye. Oh. <laughs> but it just makes you feel so bad. <laughs> it really, really does. Um, so today we want to talk about some movies we saw talk about that infamous rise of skywalker trailer i don't know that little trailer <laughs> maybe you hadn't heard of it or seen it but you know we can talk about it here so you don't have to <laughs> we'll get yeah, well we yes we'll yes we will I, just, <laughs> I don't know um, why we both are just like what do we say i'm just sitting here like infamous what yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it's very... been out for like five days cody's just <laughs> trashing on it i'm, tra- likes to I'm troll setting me. it up to trash on it she likes to troll me <laughs> <laughs> that meh trailer we'll get to that later you say meh but <laughs> but i, I say I know. god status <laughs> no we'll get there let's start with the, the right, oldest go, of the three movies let's go I back guess. to the beginning back all to the, the beginning. way back to last week kyle and i were both able to catch Zombieland double tap yeah yeah. So what did you think, Kyle? So were, you, were you a big fan of the first one? decade in the making follow-up to the yeah, was critically it, was acclaimed like, Zombieland. Was it like a, a case where it was supposed to come out a long time ago and kind of development hell happened and then they finally got around to it? Or did they really only decide to make a follow-up within the last couple of years? For a long time, there was thoughts about it, about there being a sequel, but of course it became one of the situations where the script wasn't right or whatever. And then oh. there was always rumblings that they were trying to make a TV show, and at one point, like yeah, a pilot was made for Hulu, but even that got canned or something. A lot, something it's along all the way those back lines, in the early anyway. 2010s. Yeah, really, a long time ago. The cast got busy, you know, making Academy Award-winning films. Yeah, Emma Stone went on. I was surprised she actually came back for this. You know, it's like <laughs> Academy. I think she was she there though. Was she an Academy <laughs> Award winner or just a nominee? No, she was she was a winner. I think she she's the only winner. I think the rest are nominees. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, isn't that yeah. so weird? Like Academy Award nominee. Well, yeah, in the first Jesse trailer, they were like Academy Award nominee Woody Harrelson, nominee, nominee winner, and it's like, oh yeah, these four that were in the Dinky Zombie movie are, <laughs> which praise to that casting director. I mean, Woody Harrelson was a big name. Oh, they still, nailed it. Yeah, but everyone else though. There's a reason why it became like a cult movie. Yeah. Which anyway, is, I guess it's surprising it didn't get a sequel until now cuz like thinking back on that movie cuz it was kind of a success low key based on its budget you would think that they would it, immediately jump out. It jump was on more the of a train. success uh as a cult classic though, like later on to where they were thinking about doing a sequel. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know if they were ever planning on it, but anyway, um that was, was that's the whole time. story behind it. And now 10 years later as Cody said, here we are with <laughs> Zombie Land Double Tap. The game's back together, and it's yeah, not it weirdly quite seems kind of feeling that way. <laughs> it, it's it feels kind of mild, you know. It's not like the big reunion. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like that maybe the marketing was trying to play it up as yeah, like ten years later, it's finally here. Yeah, and everyone's it's like, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was the first oh, one. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's which is kind of frustrating because you really hope that it would feel exactly like the original, but. I don't know. Times have changed. Tastes have been different. Um, it just doesn't feel like the what the original was. The original was such a surprise, you know, when it came out. Well, a lot of things are different, too, because, like, the whole Zombieland shtick is, like, everybody's so ironic and sarcastic yeah. and kind of cynical. 
but it's always kind of funny, but now it's maybe a little bit old. Well, I mean, back in 09, there wasn't even a Walking Dead show when Zombieland came out. And after that, like, the zombie craze was, was there blowing a, up. There wasn't a Deadpool either, was there? No. Deadpool? I don't think so. I was just thinking that Deadpool took that fourth wall humor, the quick. Oh, no, that was, I think, too. five years. I think that was yeah. 2014 was Deadpool. I feel yeah, like, something like that. I feel no, like 2016. The, they took it to oh, a different yeah. A different level for that rated R kind yeah, of, kind of horror comedy it thing. Sure, that, too. that kind of detached, carefree, yeah. kind of yeah, ironic mm-hmm. humor. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess the problem, I, I didn't really not like Zombieland too. It's just kind of, you know, it wasn't really anything special. It was fun time. <laughs> it was a fun time at the movie theater for the most were, part. I guess were the new characters good. No, the guy, mm. the marijuana guy that no. takes the young no, girl. Not really. No. Did he? Well, that's one of the biggest. One of my biggest issues is Abigail Breslin was like, she's obviously the most changed from yeah. the last one because she was like a little kid in the yeah. first one, and in this one she's kind of the crux of the whole plot. You know, she kind of yeah. she runs away because she wants to find people her own age. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. She's frustrated. But we really don't she's, ever spend time with she's her. She's not in the movie. Yeah, it's like kind of convenient. It's you would think that there would be like a split storyline where like they're right. trying to find her and going through their thing, and then she's like, "What and did then I it shows do?" Her <laughs> kind of doing, yeah, her own thing. You maybe get to know her as a character a little bit more. But there's like two ten second cutaway scenes that yeah. are just like a one joke thing, and then. It goes back to the main core of the group, and she just kind of disappears. And the adventure oh, that everyone terrible. else goes on to find her it doesn't feel organic it doesn't feel um fleshed out it just feels like skits that were thought of for like a sketch show mm-hmm. like making yeah, fun of zombies and just combining them together in order to get to the in final narrative battle yeah yeah that's i mean that's kind of and the biggest I thing I, at least i haven't seen the first zombie land in quite a while so maybe it's exactly the same and i'm just forgetting but I'm pretty sure the first one had much more of a cohesive narrative than just feeling like it's a bunch of skits put together. Ooh, well, did re- Bill Murray come back? Yeah, he has like a cameo Yay! at the end. That, yeah, like, I'm glad I actually like that. Part. It's like a prequel thing where it's oh. like before the outbreak. He's like giving press junkets for, <laughs> for oh, Garfield 3 Flabby so, Tabby. So he really. So that part was pretty funny. Yeah, he that, really that did kill him in the first Zombie Land. Yeah, he oh, yeah. murdered him. Yeah, that's like now a verb, and that that part was pretty funny. Yeah, that that's a good bit too. I mean, I liked Rosario or Rosario Dawson's character. Of all the uh-huh. new characters, I feel like she was the best. Yeah, agreed. Um, was she like? Um, she just Woody kinda... Harrelson's love interest. Yeah, yeah, eventually, eventually. But like, she's just kind of this, you know, hardened, tough, post-apocalyptic veteran who's living in like a Elvis tourist gas station roadside thing and she's i mean she doesn't really have anything particularly unique about her other than she plays off of woody harrelson pretty well yeah but compared to the other new characters you know she wasn't annoying how is um jesse eisenberg's new love interest blonde or is that even a thing is Eric he and i may differ oh, about this thing. I, I have i weirdly have her. different thoughts on this so when Kay. i saw it her, the whole gist of her She's like a ditzy, airheaded, dumb blonde. Right. Who like, you know, everybody knows that character type. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. kind of valley girl speak. And that's that is literally all she is. And I was sitting there like, I feel like this is a really outdated joke or like stereotype, like character uh-huh. trope. Like, is this really that funny? Because there would be jokes where like she is handed a pair of binoculars and she looks through them the wrong, the wrong way. way. She's like, they're so far away. <laughs> that's exactly what she says. <laughs> yeah, that's the line. <laughs> that's that's the joke. And I'm, and people in the theater are kind of laughing like, ah. oh, but no. I'm just like, what? Like, this is not, this feels so outdated. It's, <laughs> oh my God. you know, how? why are you trying to make that come across like an actually funny thing? Yeah. There's just a whole lot of that with her. And. Did she die? No, there's like a fake out joke where it looks like she gets bitten and then Jesse Eisenberg has to go out and shoot her like old Yeller style or yeah. like a so he old does. Yeller style. He's like, time to show, time to talk to Lenny about the mite or about the rabbits or something. And it's like, yeah. oh, geez. That was a great oh, line. Yeah, no. that, that line was, was pretty, pretty funny. Good. <laughs> and it's implied that he shoots her 
but then she comes back later and she was actually just having a nut allergy. Oh. And it's like kind of kind of funny, I and guess. And he never shot her? No. And I don't, so Emma Stone's like, what? She definitely wasn't the best character, so but I appreciate the actress for really going for it, it anyway. Yeah, she really goes for it. Yeah, she And I mean, there are a trying. couple parts that are kind of funny. Like there's a, po- a part where they're just kind of driving and out of nowhere she's like... So uh, I had this random idea about like what if sp- strangers paid other strangers to drive them around, and they're all like, "Yeah, that would like that would happen. We don't. You wouldn't have to worry about getting murdered at all." And she's yeah. like, "No, no, there'll be a point system so you can like rate them." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, it's funny." She's describing Uber. Um, so that part was kind of funny. But other than that, see, my thing with her character because she was so just that stereotype that everybody uh-huh. knows no different no nothing really creative i was expecting her to have like a twist to her character like maybe she's a a genius and this is just like a front she's been putting mm-hmm. on as like a survival right. technique maybe she somehow is like the the well, key to the cure for the zombies oh my God, well, she's immune to their bites yeah see that's kind of what i thought if they were going for when she <laughs> came so back. She's so dumb, but she if, keeps living because yeah. they can't she's turn She's a type her. of zombie, like the new type of zombie. And it's like, yeah. okay, but no, she's just that character type. Oh, that's sad. Um, And I just found it really grating. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Kyle liked her. Again, I, I agree with you. The character is dated and really dumb to have. Um, But I just appreciate... You could just see that the actress was, like, giving it her all. The one so thing, I was like, yeah. well... The one At least she's I'll, making it entertaining just because I can see her acting her butt off to like try and make this work. Yeah, that's So I give true. her that anyway. The biggest thing I can say for her character is going back to what I was saying about how the Zombieland movies are all about being super ironic and in-jokes and sarcastic uh-huh. and kind of nihilistic. Her character, as obnoxious as she is, is kind of a good counter, counter to that sometimes because she's just so like naive and oblivious to things that she's kind of like this optimistic comedic relief when uh-huh. it works but she's just really annoying oh the best part about this movie i think was woody harrelson like he easily slides back in and doesn't miss a beat at yeah. all he same was, with eisenberg too actually. he was kind of the reason why i wanted to see it again yeah, yeah i'd say he's probably the best part emma stone maybe again maybe i just haven't seen the movie in a really long time at times, I kind of felt like she might have been phoning it in just well, a tad. Her character didn't really have anything to do in this one. That's true. She's she like, really... we got to go rescue my sister. Uh, and in the process, I'm going to learn that I love Jesse Eisenberg which, all over again. Which that part annoyed me, too. Like, it's another kind of what you're saying about the character. Like, we've seen that plot beat before to where well, it's like, the characters ca- from the first one yeah. that loved each other now broke up, and now they have to figure it out all lo- And it's well, like, we've been there before. By the end of this movie, like, it's uh-huh. the exact same as... They're in the exact same position as they were in the first one. Um, and they clearly like, don't Abigail Breslin still, you know, doesn't have any other friends her age. She doesn't find love, but she doesn't care about that anymore. But now Woody Harrelson has love, I guess. So Abigail yeah. Breslin is now like the seventh wheel or something. Yeah, something <laughs> along those lines. It's kind of sad. I don't know. It's just it was just kind of a slapped together Ho-hum. plot, but yeah. because the characters are still more or less the same, it's still fun to watch them banter and yeah, zombie gore is the chemistry was still there. Fun. Like there was still chemistry from the first one for sure, and there's still some of the same type of jokes from. Huh. Like the first one all the way back in 2009 and they were able to use again in 2019, which is kind of crazy to think of. But yeah, just because times have changed and all you think some jokes might not be able to work, but no, still are able to work for the most part. Oh, nice. So well, if people love their zombie meh. land, sorry to meh. burst it your bubble. <laughs> well, that's sad. How's Countdown? That's sad. <laughs> um, Better or worse than Zombieland? Yeah. What? Because we're trying to determine what people should see Halloween night. What's going to yeah. get them in that spooky mood? Spooky. Well, this is not going to put them in a spooky mood. It's going to make them laugh, <laughs> but not put them in a spooky mood. Did uh, you get scared? Did you no. jump at all? I did jump, okay. but because I, I'm i bad with jump scares. Like Even if How do you I not see, see them, them coming, I'm I not... do see them coming, but I'm still like in my chair all comfy, and then like all of a sudden it just... Does the stupid jump scare thing that it always does. I don't understand. It's so bad. I, I just hate imagine it. Imagine the editor just like, okay, 
now we're going to get him. Right I'm going to get Kyle. <laughs> God, I hate it so much. And I always. What if it was muted? Is it the sound or is it the image of for the me, thing jumping? I, for yeah, me, it has to be a mixture of both. I think both. it's the. It's sound. I'm very sensitive, more sensitive to sound. Yeah, same here. So sometimes I'll even jump I'll at explosions. I'll test See, just watch a jump scare on mute. Yeah, be like, I'll try that one of these days. Because it's really not scary at all. Like it, like I said earlier, like the jump scares are very obvious. Like they're either in a poorly lit hallway or a poorly lit room. And of course they're going to find out what the noise is. And then it's not what they first think. And it's all there. So it's definitely not a scary movie. But throughout the time watching it i came to realize that while it started off as coming across as being serious like it definitely is leaning towards like being aware of how ridiculous its concept is of like a phone app counting down the hours until you're dead and then the demon's gonna get you when you have to die is it just a demon is it yeah it's such a bad looking i don't even know how to describe it they like show the monster yeah it's so hilarious do they it's so bad do they defeat the demon and the app in the end or how do they get rid of the app boil that is it like the ring where it never goes away it never goes Does away it end unless with like you a beat cliffhanger it. tease ending of somebody, some random new stranger, like stumbling upon it in the app store and like deciding to install like, it on their like phone. Jumanji. Close. Like, Ooh, what is this? Close yeah. to what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm not going to pick give... up one of the dead people's phones and be like, oh, sweet, new phone. No, oh, but that would be hilarious. This? That would have been even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I think you it... can tell us the movie's out already. Mm, Nobody no. cares about this. Yeah. Nobody cares about. I'm this I'm gonna movie. be good about this. I'll tell you I'm... after the podcast for God. sure, though. I'm 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 good with this type of stuff. Um, with countdown. With countdown. You're, this is even the hill you want to die on. <laughs> if I hated this I will movie, not I definitely spoil yeah. the countdown ending for all of our. <laughs> if listeners. I hated this movie, I definitely would just be like, "All right, here's what's happening." But because I actually found a way to enjoy myself, like I, I hope that other people are able to as well. They probably won't. They probably won't. <laughs> so which which did you like more, Zombieland? Oh, countdown? Zombieland by far. Okay. So countdown is two on the list. We'll get to Adam's family here in a second. Or right now? Do you want oh. me to keep talking about Countdown? Was there any more? I thought there was Just maybe more. Just tell us. <laughs> Just tell us. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's a self-aware PG-13 movie. Probably would have been a bit would, funnier and better if it was R-rated, but it's not, and it can't push itself to be R-rated. Would you have felt better if you were, like, 14 going and seeing it? <laughs> I think, it, um, yeah, in the 14-year-old mindset, probably would have liked it even more. Just because yeah. of knowing that it's bad, but it's like in my age group to where I can see <laughs> this movie, I guess. But if you were like, like, hey guys, Chris just got his learner's permit. He's going to drive us all yeah, over exactly. to the theater after school. <laughs> I've seen Countdown. Think yeah. You can handle I, it. I could definitely see that being a possibility for people during Halloween, teenagers <laughs> during Halloween. <laughs> oh, the time in everybody's life. <laughs> Freedom. Anyway, now I'm done. Now <laughs> okay. that's all I had to say. Okay. Well, I took my son last night to Adam's family. It was very nice. fun. He talked to everybody, told him what movie we were going to as we saw <laughs> strangers walking into the theater. And they're like, nice, buddy. <laughs> How could anyone be that friendly? He's so friendly. <laughs> it's so excited. Um, he really enjoyed it. I found the animation a little off-putting. It was just hard to get into it i don't know how mm -hmm. to like explain it but i felt like it was a mixture of cheap computer animation yeah but there was like some really kind of neat elements but they were so distorted in their looks that i yeah. just it was hard to kind of get into that i so. feel like a lot of times like if they are a little bit low on the budget or if they are on the cheaper side they'll really leaning into like the like the distorted character designs as yeah. sort of like an artistic choice. Well, know? I was excited right. for this because they looked like their counterparts of like the original comics. Um, but as uh -huh. like I kept seeing more and more marketing, I was like, oh, wait, no, this just is cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks worse and it's worse. It's one of those animated movies it. where like the, the characters just look just aesthetically like too different from like the the backgrounds yeah or like the environments especially when they don't jive like th 
they looked like dolls, almost animated dolls. Like there was something very like wooden about them and animation anymore is pushing to be so like fluid and realistic, but these were very like stiff. And I think that worked for the Adams characters, but when you saw the stiffness and the regular people, like the main villainous girl, her hair was just like this thing that didn't move. It just moved with her head. It was so weird <laughs> and like stuck out. I just, oh, I guess I didn't realize that. It's not like Frozen. It. There are other people than the Adams family who are going to be, yeah, have this strange look. It's not like in Frozen Two to where you see every single strand of hair no. blowing through the wind. No, so I wasn't. So that took me through the whole movie to and it just took me out of it a few times and then then it was really like on the nose with some parts of it like i don't know it took parts of the movies like uh, things that stood out to me in the movies and like copied them so it was like a lot of copycat things out of the movies yeah and i didn't like that i wanted something completely new and different yeah and i just felt like oh they're supposed to be creepy and of course, they're going to, like, dissect frogs in school, but she makes one come back to life. And it just it was just predictable. Oh, and then the kids look at her like she's weird. Yeah, but then um, she makes the frogs attack a girl, which that part I liked, but... Was that girl a bully? Yeah, she was a bully. Okay. Got to the... teach them lessons. Yeah. So there was a little Put bit... Them of... in their place. <laughs> there was a little bit of that. Um, just very much, like, predictable, like... You yeah. think that they're making the joke because you think they it's the low-hanging fruit of it. There's nothing yeah. clever about what they were doing. And that was kind of disappointing because I think with Adam's family, you can be really clever. Oh, yeah. And how they're Definitely. like creepy and kooky mm-hmm. and how they do things. It's in just, the song. Yeah. <laughs> and how they do things just a, like a little different. But they, I don't know, made it so that it was something you, you knew for sure that they yeah. were doing. Um. But other than that, it was cute. It had a really good little story. And everybody comes together at the end. My son <laughs> didn't like the bullies, but he didn't think it was scary. And he's sick, so that's good. Good for him. Yeah, he really <laughs> enjoyed it. And there's this joke at the end. <laughs> One of the townspeople, because, um, I don't know, there's through a series of events, the townspeople come to hate the Adams again. And then, then they come to attack them. But then they realize they're just a family. And so then the townspeople are are like introducing themselves as just like equals in this community. And, and part of getting to that point was they had to tell them like secrets because the main villain, this lady was spying on everybody in the town. And one of the jokes was this lady likes to sit backwards to use the bathroom. And she's like, where do you put your arms if you don't sit that way? Or like sitting on a toilet backwards. Yeah. And my son thought that was hilarious. We had to talk about that after the movie. Like, because then Morticia's like, oh, the toilet lady. And he laughed and laughed and laughed at that joke. It's so funny what, like, children think are hilarious. That's why in my movies rely on poop humor. Yeah, it worked. It's a go-getter. We had a big talk about it afterwards, about how <laughs> just because that lady sat backwards on the potty doesn't mean you should. And he's like, yeah, because I got to put my arms down when I go. I'm like, yeah, that's the lesson. You're like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's the lesson you want to learn here. Thank you, Adam's family. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Do you think you'd ever show him uh, the live action movies? Yes. You show your kids I, those? Because those are... They're so good. Yeah. And they really hold up. And Yeah. I like... I think those are still my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, there's a scene where in the live action ones where Morticia, like, cuts all the rose tops off. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's a scene in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That they're there and she just grabs the stems and walks away with them. And I'm like... <laughs> You guys can come up with something a little bit more clever. I've seen this. Yeah. Literally the in the family. last movie. I wonder yep. if that was trying to be a homage or not. I'm Maybe. sure it obviously was. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you aren't familiar with them, remember this scene? Yeah. This is so Adam's family. Anyway, I'm just wondering how what they'll think of that version. Yeah. Because this one the... was by no means creepy, but the live action ones kind of were. And then, like well, in a charming sense, I guess. Yeah. The vil- the main villainess was like a home redoer, decorator person mm. with a TV show. But she was blonde and pretty and perfect, just like in the second Adams Family where Fester marries that one girl that tries to kill him for this fortune. Oh, right. And, um, and, and then Fester gets with the girl in the end of this one. It was just a <laughs> lot of the same wow. stuff. 
Maybe it is a homage. <laughs> maybe it's just a reboot. Nor a reboot. Maybe it's that too. A little bit of that. I kind of feel like they. I got the impression that they saw what J.J. Abrams did with Star Wars, and they're like, "Oh, you can just rehash some of the storyline." Yeah, that's what everyone's doing. That's and what they're the like, "Oh, that's, that's so easy." <laughs> yeah. like, I never thought of it. That just way. a few it's key scenes a that are that are just like the old one. We won't copy everything, <laughs> but just enough that you know exactly what you're watching, and then we'll go with that. Good little segue, I guess. Yeah to our final topic oh we're gonna talk about star wars i mean yeah it's a pretty big deal i guess this trailer okay well don't we try get, and don't on. try and be like i before guess it's a big it, deal you what are we gonna see on halloween it. zombie land or adam's family no one's going to see countdown um i'm gonna be going to see terminator no what are pe- what are the people supposed the to people's. go terminator <laughs> i guess the early show of terminator is on halloween it yeah. is I've, I, I mean, Kay. take your pick. I it's would see really, Zombieland. There's not really yeah. a horror If you're movie. older, Zombieland. If you're younger, definitely go see Adam's Family. The kids will love the poo-poo humor. Okay. I love poo-poo humor. Poop-poo Me too. Humor. I gotta la- I gotta say I laughed at that part. Yeah. Poop is always funny. <laughs> poop is always funny. It is. <laughs> okay. Star Wars. There was a big epic trailer that launched with the uh, uh, advanced ticket sales launch. Yeah, it was on Monday... What was the During football the f- game? Monday I got made fun football. of in the office because I said some football game. Jets Patriots, yeah. and my God, was it awful. Luckily, they that's probably why they brought in this trailer, because that game was horrendous. It I was think it's fun. just Monday Night Football. <laughs> it could have been any game. Well, I guess, I mean, yeah, but this one was whew, not fun. Not not a tune into it. No, one team blew out the other bad. Like yeah. it just, does that make does that make a bad football? It game? makes it's a bad not football f- game. Not fun. You like com- competition. You like it to be down to the wire. all the time though. Is yeah. it not fun to like mix it up with just a total domination? I mean, if every it's your team that you want to, to dominate another team, yes. But just otherwise, flip you want your it. loyalty. You can, and I th- I feel like that happens more in basketball. Did you guys know? Just as a side note, not the World football. Series is going on. Remember that used What's to be that sport? baseball. <laughs> oh. No, I did not know that. Was Apparently, you did not know that used to be such big news. I don't and I pay was attention like, to baseball. I was like, oh, there have been two games already. That's crazy. No one cares about baseball. It's America's pastime. No yeah. one cares. It's, it's just facts. They, they do too many games in a season. They need to. That's a whole nother debate. Yeah, well, that's not what we're baseball here to talk purists about. would disagree because it messes with stats. But I think that they have too many too many games in a season sports okay <laughs> so, sports <laughs> any segue i can to deflect from the yeah, star wars sorry, trailer yeah. <laughs> like... no i mean there's not really a whole lot to say it's the final trailer i think it's literally called final trailer mm-hmm. yeah um it looks really pretty well, yeah. What? I mean, what do you? What do you? What happened to your excitement on Monday? I came into the office. I love the trailer, but I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to say about it in a <laughs> audio-only podcast. What was your favorite part of the trailer? Because my favorite I didn't part of the trailer is when the music, the original theme, like kicked in, and like those the yeah. first two notes of it are like blasting as it shows Finn and like the rest like running down a hallway. It's yeah. just the way the music like comes in right there. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, the music. Because they haven't used fantastic. that theme yet in any of the. Th- sequel trilogy's advertising which is crazy if that's not true I mean, yeah, it is. what yeah not like the main they use like the force theme they've used the they've used the imperial march theme they've done interesting takes on it we have to go back and watch them yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do some homework now um but no the music was awesome yeah the music was my favorite part of the trailer yeah it's always my favorite part of the trailer there were so many pretty shots Space is so pretty to shoot. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, in all <laughs> seriousness, cool. in all seriousness, though, I, I'm, I loved it because I love Star Wars, and it's like, right. oh, more, give me more. But I also like, you know, the way they've advertised all three of the sequel trilogy movies. Um, they're all so subtle, and they don't really tell you anything, anyways. So, yeah. you kind of don't have to see them, right? But you know, you gotta release trailers. You don't have to see the trailer. You mean? Well, because you're not, it's not going to really tell you anything. No, and this certainly it. didn't. And so, and a I mean, lot of road people trip prefer to go story, in blind, which they all are. Um, I did find out that the that one of the scenes that they show is on this world that looks like it has crash destroyers on it, but it's all water. And that yeah. was a moon on one of Endor's moons. Ooh. 
Well, there's Ooh, like, right. no, there are a lot of cool shots that tease just like, even for Star Wars, like the ridiculous scale of this thing. Yeah. There's like shots where, you know, there's like at least three trillion ships in it. Yeah. <laughs> like at any given moment. It, and they always like, look incredible. Did oh it look my God. Like the Emperor was on a mechanical throne. <laughs> it looked like he was <laughs> on he... one of those like floating chairs. Just because oh, he doesn't have any I legs. Fig- <laughs> I figured it was a spider <laughs> throne, like Darth Maul spider legs underneath and being like better. Probably. Creepy. I have a question. In the trailer, it showed, I guess, some rebels riding space ponies on one of the ships. Yeah. How does that work? Where well, I don't they... know how they get there. We'll probably have to see the movie for that. But ah. I know one of the new characters. I forget who plays her. The character's name is Jan- Jana, I think. One of the new characters in this movie is like part of, I'm assuming, like a... Tribe? So, some sort of <laughs> resistance-friendly tribe. Who are like living on the outskirts or something, but they're, you know, their sympathies lie Breen. with the resistance. Breen and the, ho- the And so horses. I think that the space ponies, as you so you know, delicately put it, come from that part of the story that's code for well, like we an were idiot. technically <laughs> introduced to space ponies in the last movie. those are different sp- that's i bet different that's species. gonna they're gonna bring back they're gonna be like those ponies are free and now we're gonna use them for war so fast <laughs> they're called faviers are they actually yes oh well space are you ponies? sure they're different yes i'm 110 percent positive i feel like we're sounding different. very sarcastic but eric and i are genuinely like excited <laughs> yes, I'm for super this excited, trailer but it's, it was, did find that the little entertaining the little alien working on c-3po was like, adorable yeah. i forget his name whatever that is that i was hope cute. he just turns c-3po into a war machine i, I can't C-3PO's wait for that dead. well there's leaks right. that c-3po is gonna like die or like be boot a lot of people are gonna die yeah. So whether or not it happens in that we're scene, we're killing or not, them all off, baby. <laughs> I have a feeling C three PO is going to upload himself into the Millennium Falcon. It's already filled up oh. with L three. Yeah. God, that sounds like that, an that awful cannon, idea. That thing that is now canon. There is a battle Ugh. droid head in the background of the C three PO thing. Which There's a what cool. in the what now? Like a battle droid head in the background of the C three PO scene. I was like, whoa. Until now, the sequels have like done nothing to acknowledge anything from the prequels. Yeah. But that was kind of cool. Um, All right. I was kind of thinking <laughs> why I thought the trailer was just meh. Yeah, because like, you watched just, it on your phone the first time you watched it? That too. But I also watched <laughs> well. it in my office on my big monitor with the sound turned up way high. I still was like, mm. We're looking at our monitors now. They're not That's very a pretty normal size monitor. That's a pretty normal size. <laughs> That's like uh, an bigger iPad. Than a phone. It's like an kidding. iPad screen these days. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what were you going to say though? Yeah, please. please um, I think I'm just not invested in a lot of the other peripheral characters. I think I'm really only invested in Ray and maybe Finn to a lesser extent. I am more intrigued by the Ray, Kylo Ren yeah. saga than I... But, but there's more than that in this movie, and I just find that I don't care about the Resistance people, <laughs> and that made, that made me feel bad. But I don't care about the other girl that was in I thought in a coma before that Finn was taking care of. If I'm Leia, no, <laughs> no the the girl oh, Rose. Yeah, Rose. I just well, you said coma, and you know. Well, wasn't she in a coma in the end of Rion Johnson's one? I think she was just sleeping. Yeah, I probably, but when you say coma and Last Jedi, everyone's going to think of Leia. Oh. I That's a good about, point. Oh, I said at the end. Leia was awake. Yeah. Oh, she's, like, yeah. she's like hurt and it's like, oh, yeah. no, love triangle. Ugh. Yeah, but I <laughs> I know, I was kind of like, Ugh. and then here she is again with Finn. I'm like, uh, and then. I, I like Rose. Is it Poe Dameron? The character is fine. Yeah. It's just a Poe's the best. Just not. Oscar Isaac. It's, Oscar Isaac is no the best. replacement for Harrison Ford, and I wish that Han's supposed to be I n- kinda. And I wish <laughs> no, Han Solo was God. there at the end. I just was found myself really missing Han Solo. Yeah, there how at is the that end. a fault against the trailer? Well, don't worry, Cody, because we got a good old movie for you to check out. Solo, a Star Wars story where you can have all the Han Solo you want. That's not really Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just Han before he became Han Solo. Yeah, it's it, not my Solo. <laughs> I get what you mean about not caring about the resistance because whenever I watch the Star Wars movies, I never really care either. I'm mostly there for the main characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, are you supposed, I mean, do you really care about like the rebellion in like the original Star Wars movies? No, that's what I'm saying. You care like, about I don't... Like, Luke. Yeah. 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 He's I guess because Leia but was that's what part I mean. of for it the, though. For the like, uh, 
the storytelling, it's like Ray and Finn and like the main characters, they are the resistance really. Right. Like, but I guess I didn't find myself caring about the others. And even Finn, now that he's kind of gone off with Rose, I've kind of lo- a little lost interest. We don't know if he's gone off with Rose. It seems like, it seems if like anything, it. Finn's back over yeah, hanging the out with Daisy. three are all going to be together for the first time. Yeah. Which is weird to think of, actually. That it hasn't happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Poe is like, supposed to die in the first one, so he's like barely in it. And then the second one, you know. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I, it just seems weird to me. But that part I'm really excited for because that's what they showed me the most in this trailer is that we don't know much of the story but we know for sure that it's going to be like the main characters together yeah. it'll be space. interesting to see how poe and plays off of ray yeah you know because i don't think we've un- except for like that last line in the last jedi you never really see them interact or even like see maybe each i other. should yeah. go watch force awakens and last jedi again i just I am not having enthusiasm for it. I really think it's so. been a while since Star Wars, it was, which is nice. It was. It's been a while, but I think that you know, I was so hesitant about Last Jedi, and then it didn't quite maybe live up to expectations, and I didn't really like some of the stuff. That it's really just damped my enthusiasm for. I feel like that's a common feeling. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I I never. I mean, it felt happened that way. I, I, it always seemed like you were burnt out between the last hate, Jedi I, stuff. I've and always then been insanely excited yeah. for this one. I'm very, yeah. very excited to see the Skywalker saga end. It's everything that's going to come after because it will never, ever go away. <laughs> ever. No. You know, I like the idea of having a trilogy of trilogies to tell the Skywalker saga, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, say but, what you will about the prequels, but together all nine of them, I think it's a cool idea and it's a pretty unique thing. For even sure. even in this in this time where you know the MC has twenty plus movies and all that, but twenty two glorious movies. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, just the trilogy of trilogies is what I'm saying. I think that's a cool idea. Sure, and yeah. it's been with me my whole life, so I want to be there for the end of it. Yeah, but it's just it won't be the end. Of but it. it should be the end. The tagline of, of the movie is "The saga ends, the story will live." Yeah, forever. that part I'm like, I'm like I, I would like that tagline a lot if I didn't if I wasn't thinking about the Disney money-making machine is going to live forever. <laughs> no, just like, in, no, for sure. In Mandalorian, are they going to explore more about the Jedi Order that was wiped off? I away? doubt it. I don't think there's going to be any Jedi stuff in Because oh, I thought that was the most interesting part to me for Rogue One was how they were mining that temple and then they blew it up. Really? Yeah, that was like literally <laughs> yeah, to me. I always think about that part. And I was like, what secrets did they get? What was in there? Like that to me, I just keep going back and being like, well, a lot of people they... go crazy about Jedi lore. Yeah. I mean, Jedi lore is cool too, but I also kind of like bounty hunter type stuff too. No, oh, give me the bounty hunters. I don't like the scoundrels. I, I don't know. I, li- I, I, don't I just like, like a mixture stuff. of all of the it. The seedy like, underbellies. As long as it feels Star Wars at its core, then I'm usually fine. I think that. I think that's another part of Last Jedi that I found disappointing was that they're supposed to find the the tree and all that stuff, and then it just and they the did. books and and there just was nothing. What were they supposed to do with it? Read them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have like a five hour movie of Luke just sitting there reading. <laughs> yeah. And she does have the books though, if I recall. Does she, did she save them? Yeah, she yeah. has the books. There's like a quick moment where they learned everything they needed to learn from that tree and from those books. Yoda wouldn't have burned it down if there's still valuable lessons. To Yoda be literally lit it on fire to yes. laugh and be like, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> like, which some people don't like. And it's because whatever. they're stuck That's in the fair, past but... and they're seeing things the the perverted way the Jedi did. As, Jedi, as we learned what? in the prequels, the Jedi they were. Yeah, they were vain. That's what the Luke. That's that was Luke's whole point, right? Like the Jedi led. But it doesn't mean that there wasn't like history or knowledge or other fun things that, like, I think this would be an awesome game. Is just to go around as a Jedi, and find all the lost Jedi artifacts. I would love to play that video game, (laughs) and just be like, "Ooh, what is this? Ooh, what is this?" I feel like so all Assassin's of those ideas Creed are cooler Lego, in all the Lego video mixed games together you play. with with some Witcher stuff because I want to I want to fight bad guys and then but it's Jedi's and I'm just looking for all the lost Jedi knowledge and then I find Sith stuff that's scary and evil but very powerful that would be fun too because the Sith have it right the Jedi they're a little high and mighty they were in I the re- prequels oh I my god I reject both you can't. 
you got you can you can reject both. Because no. li- be life Jedi. is in the gray. Gray Jedi confirmed. <laughs> yeah. you say gray, the force will bound. Did you not see Freddie Prince Jr.'s like rant? That was like the best thing. Ever. It's actually is a very, I love that you, clip. people listening. Like you guys should check out Freddie this Prince Jr.'s rant. He's such a mega Star Wars fan, and he just like I goes off for three minutes about why haters of Star Wars like have no right to, or not not have no right to, but just the the most toxic side. Of yeah, the, the toxic Wars part of it. Yeah, he puts them in their place. I love that video. Yeah, it is a pretty great rant. It made me feel good. And it was like just before the trailer dropped yeah, too. So I was this like, This guy gets it. You know, Star Wars is just right. this simple, fun adventure. And then people, you know, a lot, some of the video games are cool, but through a bunch of things like the video games and the extended universe and all of these, you know, people develop different attachments to it. And then they get so possessive about it. And they think Star Wars is about this one thing because that's the only way they see it. I don't know. That's another reason why I hate Star Wars. <laughs> I just want it more. so easily becomes toxic. I just want, I feel like there's such a rich backstory and more like history there. And I just like that stuff. So I'd rather just have a little bit more of that. Cause no, a lot of people feel the same. A lot yeah, of people, totally. I think backstory is very overrated. So I don't really care I about all that backstory. stuff. Sometimes, backstory puts it in context. But sometimes mystery sometimes, is good too. Sometimes yeah. it's just and by backstory, way too much. I just mean like. I like old artifacts and old little tidbits of knowledge. And is yeah. Disney still trying to make that old republics? Yeah, I think that's still like on the movie or TV show. It deals I think a lot with one of the trilogies. Jedi lore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The people so maybe you'll get it soon, Cody. The who people knows? who just want you know lots of lightsaber fights and Jedi stuff. Yeah, you got that coming. I so want that, that in a video game, but I want it to be like a treasure hunt video game, <laughs> like single player. So role bounty playing. hunters. I don't Star Wars wanna... Bounty Hunters is a pretty fun game. Star Wars Bounty Hunters? Bounty Hunter. Oh. They Do love I have to, to just find go treasures. Kill people, or can no. I just go like Tomb Raider and go dig through tombs and find stuff? More Assassin's the Creed. The closest though. thing to just like digging through things for a Star Wars game. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited for the new one to come out. I know it's going to be more fighting than digging through things, but. I don't know. It's pretty heavy exploration based. I don't know. I like there's not that. really a treasure. There's not no. like a an uncharted. Saying they should make that though. Yeah. And I can find this stuff. It doesn't have to be all Jedi. Just old things. I, but I why? Just, <laughs> I like that. You like fictional old things? Yeah. So Last Jedi would be better if there was just more old things. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. I mean, Palpatine's coming back in this new one. I know that's pretty old. That's, that's like, an old thing. I really like that idea. We'll find him. <laughs> it's pretty fan fictiony, but I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I find I get a certain level of like satisfaction for fan fiction narratives. <laughs> I take that back. I feel like that's way too easy of a thing to say. When Why? People are like this seems like fan fiction. It's like, well, yeah. What doesn't seem like fan fiction, you know? Right. I don't know. People just dismiss things too easily, and I shouldn't have done that. No. Palpatine coming back. Is this your apology? (laughs) Palpatine coming back is probably not the most out there idea, but I feel like it's. Is it his physical body coming back, or is it just a possessed spirit? Because that one shot kind of looks like his hood. Right. but But how on earth would they have found his body in that? Death Star wreckage because it literally blew up after that. They're actually he's the most powerful Jedi ever. He He probably force flew through space like Leia did to his secret planet, and then he like activated his fallback plan that he always knew he was going to do. It's all part of the plan. There is a he was supposed to die there. That I remember hearing that the actor Matt Smith he used to be like one of the guys who played Doctor Who. Yeah, he originally had an undisclosed role in this movie, but then reports had it that they decided not to use him at all in the movie and they took him out. But there is a theory like Matt Smith is the emperor, but it's like the emperor embodying someone. I'm not. This is why I hate theories. I know. It's just a theory. We were here two years ago. It's just a theory. theories. I don't really like it. parents theories. And look where that that led. (laughs) Destruction. Mad hysteria. Disappointment. Yeah. On the fault of the people who did the theorizing. I do think that I don't think it was that crazy to theorize that Snoke had a bigger role than he did. Like, yeah, but I don't think it's that crazy like that, or that disappointing when it turns out he doesn't. 
Yeah, I wasn't that disappointed, but... I just thought it was cool because... The raised parent thing, when that's the whole, like, I don't know, the whole part of the first movie is like, who are your parents, who really are your parents? Where I don't does think this that, come from? I never got that from... That's why I was so confused. I never was like, I need to know who Ray's parents are. I. It was yeah. like, it's sad that she's still... It's sad that she feels abandoned and that she's so in denial about it. Like, I didn't care about who the parents were. I guess I didn't From care. From the beginning, I never really thought they were going to yeah. be anybody. I feel I like... Didn't, I didn't care until the lightsaber... She should have been related to Obi-Wan. No, until the lightsaber <laughs> called out to her. And then I feel like that changed things. Then I was like, I okay, like in what call- content, context did the lightsaber call out to her? She's strong with the Force. And the Is Force that- needs to balance itself. So it was just like the only strong person in the room. That she was the only person that could have come by that lightsaber in like yeah. thirty years. Why not? I I feel like there's it's like locked up in a tiny side closet downstairs. <laughs> I mean, it, for how the Jedi stuff typically works, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's like saying like Harry Potter. He's the one person who. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's the chosen one narrative. That's the whole yeah. point. This is the special person. I feel like it makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, I'm with Eric on this one. I just feel like they were the the was setting it up to be that there was something more to her than that she's just really strong with. What it. if we finally figure it out in this two and a half? Because she got movie. called, it called out to her in a different yes, voice. Cause because because she's a it. tiny little you know insignificant nobody in the you know in the universe. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, but even. But just because she's nobody who comes from nowhere doesn't mean she can't be an amazing like hero. Oh. That's what the last Jedi was trying to get at with Broom Kid. Yes, I love Broom Kid. Now Broom and everyone's Kid, everyone's like, "Oh my god, is Broom Kid gonna be in Rey Skywalker? Yeah. Broom Kid is Palpatine." Ray, Broom Kid's the chosen one. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's like it just seems so so second nature to me. But so many people just if they miss these obvious things, it's yeah. not, it's yeah. not that I miss it because they're so busy just... looking for like the lore or how it's tied into other things and it's like no it's just a beautiful statement it's on just like a kid with how a anybody from right. anywhere can be somebody that's the whole point of the original star wars movie i don't think that that was the point is what i was trying to get at i feel like the movies didn't make that point they or they could have done a better job of doing that maybe they could have done a better job but it I feel was like it was easy like that last on. jedi was trying to do that yeah last jedi i think I did feel that like it, the first film harped or harped on the parent thing, her being abandoned a lot. Where though? What parts in it? The flashback, yeah. uh, her vision. Her vision. That's always half talking of a ab- second in yeah. like a twenty second and montage. Second, and then the second. You don't movie. even see them. You just see. She, you see her screen. You don't see like these shadowy figures who like just barely walk out of frame. Ship does fly like, away. Who are they? Yeah, in the ba- distant background, the camera is right there on the sad little girl who was just abandoned. That's what you're looking at. That's what the point is. Is that a little girl was abandoned? It's not who left this girl. It's I am I am in the middle that with you that it feels like they were initially going to be setting up Ray to be someone of some Jedi descent, maybe because yeah. that's but I, mean, that's I do agree like, that Ryan Johnson and Last Jedi and the parts in Force Awakens too was trying to get the point that like it doesn't matter what bloodlines are as lo- like you you could be nobody but you still could become somebody. Yeah, only this one dynasty maybe, of the Skywalkers. Maybe can ever because use the yes. first six films concentrate so much on family, like who your family was, yeah. mm-hmm. where you came from, that that to then all of a sudden be like, well, these ones don't matter. It doesn't matter at all. When that's been the narrative, the six films into the making, it just there's such a disconnect there with that. I that do think that's why there was a lot of backlash. Was mostly because yes, yeah. I just I still just don't think it's fair to say it was disappointing. I don't think it's not unfair to say it's disappointing when you have six films that rely on like who your father was or who your family ties are or all of that. And then all of a sudden you go, well, they just don't really matter. Or it just, I, I, it's not saying they don't matter though. It's just, no, you just said it doesn't matter where you come from. You can be somebody. For those who are just tuning in, we're talking about the Star the Wars Rise of, of Skywalker that, yeah. trailer. Opposite, I don't understand how the opposite <laughs> of that could be a good thing, though. Because the opposite of that is, as long as you come from the Skywalker bloodline, then you can be special. That's not a good message. <laughs> I think for these That's films, a horrible that's okay. message to send people. <laughs> no, I would have enjoyed... I don't know. I just feel like... There were tons have... of Jedi and Force-sensitive people before the Skywalkers. Oh. 
I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the films focus on the Skywalker. If it, they want to introduce somebody that wasn't supposed to be a Skywalker, I just don't think they introduced it very well or they didn't go about it bringing it in very I well. Think, I think that problem that you get in that, though, it was just because it wasn't planned very well. Yeah. Like, I think when the first one came out, Force Awakens, I think um, JJ was thinking that she was connected in somehow. Some way. But because he didn't plan that far out in advance and hand it off to another guy who was like, no, let's do it this way. This will be yeah. the, well, the, ver- the take like, that I want to have on the character. So I don't now, like how JJ's like, I never planned that. That was never my intention. <laughs> Whatever. JJ's MO for his entire career has always been his puzzle box or his mystery box thing. So yeah. that makes perfect sense here. It's like, yeah. let's leave a lot of cool little hints that could be taken in infinite directions. That's and his now whole the, thing. Right. And now we'll so like, Johnson's like, give no, her an ambiguous no background <laughs> and people will run wild. And it kind of backfired because people took it way too seriously. Yeah, and because so like, of Ryan Johnson's direction of announcing, so I don't blame I, can't, I don't blame like, anybody for thinking that at at the beginning, like, yeah. oh, maybe this could, maybe Ray could, you know, be a Skywalker or something. I was hoping that's she a very was... safe, very Star Wars thing to think, I guess. Yeah, but that was already done. Like trying to pull another. No, I am your father. Twist would feel so fake and so dumb. I wasn't hoping she was a Skywalker. Like, I was hoping she was a Kenobi. Whoa, how would that be any better, though? I just wanted that to that happen. Kind of, because it, it falls into the same. That's, yeah. yeah. Us past the whole, like, oh, she's a Kenobi. Obi-Wan was a Kenobi. Other than that, yeah. what, what do you get from that? What does that give the story? What, how does that make I it better? I feel like it just intertwined the characters more and brought <laughs> I just I don't know more. I made more mystery to what Obi Wan did in the desert while he was overlooking watching. But Cody, Luke. you're gonna have a series that talks about that. <laughs> yes, I'm not. Have I'm gonna have a series. Nothing will be left to, you know, just be ambiguous. Everything will be answered in time. Every single thing. Yeah. I don't like their. Answer. Personally, I don't, I, I don't mind that these characters don't have to be like bloodline driven through like yeah. past characters. I'm fine with. Ryan Johnson's message of him saying like anyone can yeah have well, this I know when I think of this when and I think don't of have the, to right. you know when that, I think of I the like. three trilogies the prequel trilogy you know the rise and fall of Anakin that's sort of like mm-hmm. you know this person who's destined for greatness you know that they're gonna show the the galaxy what it means <laughs> to like be good you know they're gonna bring balance to the force that doesn't work then the original trilogy is about kind of redeeming that yeah you know through yeah, it's through the same family, but you redeem the idea of the, fall. the light side of the Force. And then once you prove that it can be redeemed, then the sequel trilogy is like, okay, now what are you going to do about that? How are you going to spread that? How are you going to spread the Ooh. message that evil can be conquered, you know? Yeah. Because the whole thing about the tri- sequel trilogy, which I will admit, they have not really made the First Order that very clear of like a... They're just the bad guy, you know? Which... That they blew up the Republic. Yeah. I mean, they could have, I feel like they could have fleshed out the First Order a bit more. But the whole idea is that everybody's, you know, living in fear, even though the Emperor was blown up. Right. You know, there's still a lot of stormtroopers out there. And so that was the whole Canto Bite part of Last Jedi. All of these people are like living under the boot of the First Order, and everyone around them is like too scared to say anything. But, you know, once Luke sends that spark of hope by facing on the First Order, then. You know, people out there are like, you know what? No, there is still hope. And so they're going to like. Broom kid. Yes. Okay. Broom they're going to rally behind us. the idea. We've talked a lot about the legacy and family legacy, but that wasn't even the part that I disliked the most Ooh. about Last Jedi. What was your least Oh, about Last part? Jedi. I thought yeah. you meant the trailer. Because I have things no. I don't like about Last Jedi. The, of my, the thing I like, dislike the most, and why I probably will never enjoy it, is how they made Luke this like oh, scared. I love it hermit like he never would have been scared he never would have attacked his nephew even if his nephew would have been um going to the dark side he wouldn't have preemptively tried to kill him in his sleep that just never would have been luke yeah and he realized that that wasn't him i just i hate he wasn't that. gonna do it and then he, he dies he lost himself and then he dies at the end he doesn't even get to back. really redeem himself he fully redeems himself are you kidding me no that's why it's so beautiful no. He force ghost his way 
or not Forrest goes his way, but he, I'm going to say it Force anyway. projection. Force projectioned his way yeah. across the galaxy. Yes, which took they already out the first or The First Order by himself. I don't know much about Star Wars. Uh, and, and then he went toe-to-toe with Kylo. Yes. Beat him single-handedly, and he was like, all right, all on you guys. And everyone was like, <gasps> took the last of his energy, and he's do gone. Does yeah. it need to be gone for the that last film? I think he'll be there as a He's going to be a Force Ghost. He's going to train. And then everyone's going to be like, like, dude, Force Ghost Luke is the best Luke. Because, you know, you don't have to worry about him dying. He's probably just going to be, he's going to be the mentor that Obi-Wan always wants to him. And it'll be beautiful. I don't know. I mean, Obi-Wan came back as a Force Ghost. I don't trust this film to deliver that for me. I feel like that's an expectation that I need to learn not to have. I just well, take that's it for, true. The less take it for face value. A little expect- and I don't like what they the do with Luke. The less expectations, the better. Yes. Because I find... That, that, that's good. As I think about and contemplate this whole series of films, I think my favorite character is still always Luke. I mean, I, I say I miss Han yeah. Solo at the end, but I just miss Harrison Ford's just yeah. charisma and I mean, stuff. He died but four years ago, so... But I'm sorry not, if you're still not over it. I'm not over it, and I never will be. It ruined, <laughs> I think Harrison Ford's over ruined it. my birthday that year. I would have loved if that happened on my birthday. I cried on my birthday. <laughs> it was it my gotcha. 30th birthday, and I cried. That was, was one like, of my no. that was one of my least favorite parts of Force Awakens. Not the fact that he died, but the fact yeah. that like he went out. His son I killed him. I didn't that like way. cry during it because you know it's gonna happen five right. minutes before it happens. Oh yeah. I don't know. And like uh, that's not how Han Solo would have gone out. I wanted to see him blow up. If he was gonna die, he either needed to die peacefully in his bed or be blown up in a ship. He never would. He's not the kind of person who would die peacefully. Then he needed to be blown up in a ship. The ship will blow up in this movie. He needed to be blown up. Lando and Chewie will probably like suicide bomb the Millennium Falcon (laughs) into something. He needed to be the one instead of that general lady that that takes the ship and blow and sacrifices herself. No, Han needed to be the one to do yeah, that. Why? That. Cuz that's like how he would go out. She's not wrong. I mean, you could say that about any character. Everybody wants a beautiful heroic send-off for their favorite yeah. characters. But if you have a beautiful heroic send-off for everybody, then nobody has a beautiful heroic send-off. No, that's not true. Bad guys don't get that. What if they redeem themselves? Like Darth Vader then in the Return die, of the Jedi. He could die peacefully on a funeral pyre. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he had one last final moment with his son, like Han does with yeah. his son. No, Doesn't that's turn not out one last final, final nice moment. Final moment. <laughs> that's terrible. That's not... He got to see his son's face one last time. And then he touches it. The like, betrayal. He touches him and he looks in his son's eyes and you just know Han's thinking like, <sighs> like I'm. it's really sad that it came to this, but even though you just stabbed me, I still believe that you can come back to the light. And he like falls. And it's so sad. Uh, he'll never lose faith in his son. Hopefully not. <laughs> never. I like Kylo's character. Kylo's one of my one of the best Star Wars characters. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And Rian Johnson didn't ruin him. He only made him better. He's the only thing that made the he he imparted that character better than what he got. Like Rian Johnson made everything better. No. No, he only made Kylo Ren better. He ruined everybody else. I mean, Kylo Ren's kind of one half of the entire core of the, <laughs> of the series. So if he made that better, then he kind of made the whole series better. No, he only made that element better. <laughs> that element's the main element. If you drive a rusty car, but you put a new front seat in, it's still only a new front seat and a If turd. the sequel trilogy as a whole is a rusty car, a Kylo Ren is at least everything under the hood. <laughs> it's just the sweet engine. Keeping that turd going. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody else are like the the seats, the crank window handles, the, yeah. the volume knob. He broke all the windows <laughs> and the knobs off. And oh. yet the engine is huge. 454. That's past my knowledge of cars. Yeah. Big Space ponies. <laughs> no, I'm excited though. No, I, I, <laughs> okay. I had a question. This trailer will get people hyped because okay. we were talking about it's the trailer. Last thing about the trailer was General Huck in the trailer. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing him. Do you? No, no, no. I think he's Where's still in the movie head? though. I, th- uh, he has to be. I know he he's was... like my favorite Nazi to laugh at. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I guess I we. I don't think he was no, in the teaser trailer back. either. Oh, he's definitely in it. 
Okay, I was just wondering yeah, if it was me. Domino Gleason's fantastic. He's gonna be like you saw it more times than I did, so you, I thought you would know who was he's in like it. Kylo, who was he's it. gonna be like Kylo's little like servant. Yeah, just like get me Sith juice. Yeah, just, it like, looks like slap hugs. It looks like Gleason's in the movie, and Lupita Nyong'o's in it too. Why do we? I love the I love Lupita, but that character just needs to go Maz, away now. Is it Maz? Maz yeah, Maz. I do think. Just It'll be a little stop. lame if they don't, you know, answer how she got the lightsaber purely because they brought that up explicitly in the Force Awakens. Like, how yeah. do you have this? A good question for another time. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm remembering that. Like, yeah, you wouldn't I, have written that it, yeah. in the script unless you know it really needed to be. Unless that's just J.J. Abrams as a mystery box running rampant. I let's put a secret mystery I here. Let's put a secret she... here. Let's put a secret here. The fan theory. Sorry, whatever. Whatever. She's gonna be like, had a had a passionate evening with blah 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 alien race, (laughs) and I, and I stole it in the morning. What if she? But he, I left him very satisfied. What if she had (laughs) a passionate evening with Luke? No, Mm. she got it from um, Sky City or whatever. Um, Cloud City. Cloud City. That's where that was the last place anybody saw it. Oh right. really? Luke's oh, got his okay. hand chopped off, and it then the lightsaber, lightsaber fell. Oh from that. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yep, yep. So, she. I'm. I'm gonna go with she had a passionate evening with a smuggler of some sort. Maybe she a get solo type. Yeah, because she does like get it. around. She has bedded. She opened. Chewbacca. Well, she's bedded Justin Thoreau. So if you can bed Justin Thoreau, you can probably bed most people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're the expert. <laughs> she says that in the movie. I betted Justin Theroux. <laughs> oh, she's like a. Wasn't that the a, a poet with a blaster? And then somebody's like. Wasn't that the gambler that she sent him to go the find? Master codebreaker. Yeah, the master codebreaker. Okay, but he was gambling. Yeah, he was rolling die. Yeah. Oh, that and then was. They got yeah, the, okay. Then they got the wrong they got guy. The red brooch. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. I thought you were making some weird no. joke about no, the she role, like, but I was like, totally oh. had sex with him. Yeah. 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 Totally did. She's anyway. Really she knows a thing or two. <laughs> She's not really my type, but you know. Maybe it's those eyes. Maybe they like hypnotize you. Probably do. In Star Wars, you know. Who knows what they. Any any alien can be with any species. Come anything on. Anything can be right. used for sex. Don't be so close-minded. <laughs> right. If it's got a hole and it's got another thing to put in that hole, it'll find a will in a way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Just, just Star Wars is always, it's just the biggest conundrum to me every time because I love talking about it, but I hate talking about it. I love Star Wars, but I hate Star Wars. So now you're just happy, but you feel so drained <laughs> after this talk. <laughs> yeah. I just need to watch the trailer. Again. I want to yeah, yeah, watch it. Watch it and tell times, me if man. you see General Huck anywhere because I. I quite enjoyed him as well. I, I'm pretty sure I don't see him in the trailer. If I recall, he's probably not going to have that big of a role. Man, he was so good. Him Kylo and Ren's probably going to like force grip, choke him to death. Probably, but Poe Dameron being like, "Hello, hello, <laughs> can you hear me?" It's general. See, people, there. people hate on that. I love so that much. part. <laughs> Last Jedi is a weird movie because when I rewatched yeah. it pretty recently, you know, I should do that. Sitting too. by yourself, just watching it casually. In your house, way different experience in the theater, and when these jokes that were so controversial, when they happen in the actual movie, they just kind of happen. You right. know, it's not so overtly funny. It's not so trying to be funny but fails. It's just another line in the script. And yeah. It's, it's kind of lighthearted, but it's I, like I liked that part. This is what I'm people saying... were. I, people just were latching onto every little thing. No. I, did, I legitimately didn't like what he did with some characters, but, and that, and I think that adds to my kind of overall, like, meh, you know, feeling towards this movie, but I'm not saying that he completely ruined the whole film forever and ever and ever. And no, it's a controversial movie for a reason. There's a, some good parts, some funny parts in it, and what he did with Kylo Ren was great. Like, he made him so yeah. scary and kind of sexy at the same time, which yeah. also was unnerving. Hard to do. Hard, I mean, hard, hard to, make, to do. Hard to do that. With it's hard to pull too. off the, that high waistline. Yeah, yeah. On those pants, it's just those broad <laughs> shoulders. I was like, Whew. his pants cover up everything except his pecs. That's all you need, I guess. <laughs> like no torso, just he's just pecs and legs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now I gotta another rewatch note, it to see. Another note that you jot down while watching by yourself. Yeah. All it's a lot of leg pecs, on this guy. All pecs and legs. Pecs plus legs equals Kylo Ren. <laughs> Just on a chalkboard. What does it mean? <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Okay, well, we'll, I mean, that's all we really have. Right. Yeah, so Uh, play the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, and this weekend, go check out one of the horror spooky films we discussed. They were all kind of okay. There's really not a spooky movie out right now. Not like like Halloween last year. That was so good. It was really good. It was was really scary. Watch Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. Do that instead. (laughs) Cool. Well, Kyle, you want to... Send her us off. Send us off. Into the weekend. All right. Here we go. You guys know the drill at this point. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can check out <laughs> Off the Break Podcast on all uh, podcast places at where they go to, as well as at silverscreeninsider.com. Uh, be sure to check out all of our stuff there, including our moving database for all upcoming film information and needs, as well as um, our articles, reviews, and um, the, all that sort. And you can go look at the Star Wars trailer that we have discussed at length, ad nauseum in this podcast. Sorry about that, but hope you guys enjoyed that talk. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.